wish I hadn't opened my big mouth and told Mum that I was lonely at school. Dumb move. That's why she decided to come with me. I'd been feeling stink all week because I'd only just made my first friend at my new school and suddenly she'd had to shift away to Auckland. Mum caught me crying about it. She hates it when I cry. Oh, my poor possum, she said as I snivelled into her sweatshirt. This is awful. What can we do? That's when she came up with the terrible idea. Right, she leapt off the sofa. I'm coming with you, tomorrow. I'll be your best mate until you find a new friend. I thought she was joking. I started to smile. But mum, you... No, kitten, you don't have to thank me. I want to do it. Next thing, she pulled out her old tramping pack and started throwing stuff in. The pad, pencils, dad's calculator, her knitting, and her very best thing, a pendant carved out of a whale's jawbone. Have we got fitness tomorrow? She grabbed her aerobics shorts, their highlighter pen orange and really tight. No! I mean, no. No, we haven't. Well then, I think that's about everything, said Mum, doing up the straps on her pack. I'll pump up my bike tyres after tea. This is going to be fun. Next morning, I said that I had a bad headache. Mum said it was just because I was lonely at school. Now that you've got someone to hang out with, she smiled, you'll soon be feeling heaps better. I prayed that a tornado would flatten our house and that we'd have to miss school to go on the TV news. No such luck. Ten minutes later, I'm riding down the hill with my mother. My mother, in a bright yellow skid lid with Save the Whales and Hands Off Our Rainforest stickers all over it. Mrs Kelly raised her eyebrows as we walked into the classroom. Ah, Mrs Beale, I didn't have you down for parent help today. I died, right there in front of Michael Connors. No, no, I'm not here as parent help. Mum heaved off her pack. I'm here to keep Laura company. Where shall I sit? At first, the other kids looked shocked. They started to giggle. Stop that noise, warned Mrs Kelly. She gave Mum the spare desk down the back. Mum was pretty quiet during language, except that she told Mrs Kelly that she'd spelt environment wrong. Mrs Kelly looked furious. As she corrected the word on the whiteboard, I gave Mum my fiercest frown. The kids were wetting themselves. At morning interval, Mum got crabby about people dropping litter. You kids have no respect for the environment. She made Marcus Anderson and Lawrence Getty pick up their empty chippy packets. Then she grabbed my arm. We've still got ten minutes. Let's go to the adventure playground. Mostly you have to line up for the flying fox, but when Mum arrived, kids scattered. She jumped on and swung back and forth, whooping at the top of her voice. I'm used to my mum. I've known her all my life. But some of the kids were like, wow, is she for real? After break, we got to do some clay modelling. Mum was very loud, telling everybody what to do. Michael Connors got loud back and Mrs Kelly sent him into the corridor to cool off. But she couldn't send a mother out, so she just glared at mum. That was when Carla Jones came over to me. Mums can be real pains, she whispered giving me some of her spare clay. She looked like she was really sorry for me.
Want to come and share my desk? I was so relieved when lunchtime came, except that Mum used the staff room microwave to heat her pasta and told two boys off for walking on the new grass. Chill out, Mum, I hissed. Sorry, dear, but they can't read. After lunch, Mum put up her hand and said that she had something to share. She marched up to the front of the room and I wished I could be kidnapped by aliens. Now, she took out her whalebone pendant. She sounded just like a teacher. Who knows what this is? It's a Maori necklace, said someone down the back. It's an ant's tooth, joked someone else. Everyone laughed. I put my head down on my desk as Mum began talking. But after a while, I noticed that the class had gone quiet. They were actually listening. Mum told everyone heaps about whales. She even said some stuff that I hadn't heard before. When she said that some people still kill whales for food and to make lipstick and soap, everyone said that that wasn't fair. I think Carla Jones was even crying. Mum put on a CD after that. It was of whales calling to one another under the water. I crossed my fingers that she wouldn't tell everyone the story of how she used to play the calls to me in her tummy before I was born. The CD finished just as the after-school bell went. No one moved. Well, not right away. Later, as Mum was packing up, Mrs Kelly came over and asked if she could borrow the whale CD to play to the class again. I thought your talk was very interesting, Mrs Beale, she said. How do you know all this stuff? I'm a marine biologist, said Mum, when I'm not being Laura's mum. I ducked as she mussed my hair. As Mum was talking to Mrs Kelly, out of the corner of my eye, I saw Carla hanging around waiting for us. On the way to the gate, she told us how last summer holidays she'd helped her dad save some whales that were stuck on a beach up north. We stayed with them all night she said with a faraway look in her eyes. For once, Mum didn't say anything, but I had an idea. Do you want to come over? I asked. We've just got this cool computer game. You get points for saving endangered animals. OK, said Carla. I'll just check in with Mum first. At home that night, Dad asked Mum if she'd like to go to Topol with him the next day. He said that he had some deliveries to do. Mum looked at me. Don't worry, I said quickly. I'll be cool as. Are you sure? She asked. I don't mind coming to school with you again. Nah, no sweat, Mum, I told her. Carla's calling in for me in the morning. You go with Dad and enjoy yourself. Please. <laughs>